Welcome to From Our Vantage Point, where you can easily access expert perspective and practical approaches to tackling common topics and concerns in not-for-profit governance and management. My name is Maria Turnbull, Associate Executive Director at Vantage Point and your host. From Our Vantage Point is brought to you by Humanity Financial Management, a chartered accounting firm dedicated to helping Canadian not-for-profit, charitable and social enterprises build capacity for strong internal financial management. Humanity Financial Management's part-time controllers and CFOs provide support for budgeting, reporting, audit preparation, policies and procedures, and internal controls. Their results, financial risk reduction and asset protection. Visit Humanity Financial Management online at humanityfinancial.ca. Vantage Point's own engagement manager, Dana Oshavi, joins me to share her tips and suggestions in designing volunteer engagements for specifically skilled volunteers, who we call knowledge philanthropists, that are truly win-win for both the organization and the community member. Dana's 15-plus year career in not-for-profit leadership and community engagement includes serving as a youth center manager, a grants manager for a Crown Corporation, and former executive director of Big Brothers Big Sisters in Cranbrook. Dana joined the Vantage Point team back in 2015 as our engagement manager, where she supports our own knowledge philanthropists who are serving as facilitators, coaches, and mentors in our mission delivery. Welcome, Dana. Thanks, Maria. Dana, I was uh, reminded in looking at your bio on our website of your first connection with Vantage Point, which is a a presentation you saw about the abundant not-for-profit related to the book we wrote with that title. Uh, Can you tell us about that? What intrigued you and uh, what impressions you walked away with? It was such a great experience when Linda Gertie came to Kimberly in March of 2013. Volunteer management is a big part of what we did at Big Brothers Big Sisters. But as soon as someone walked in the door, we wanted to engage them as a mentor. And we never really thought about how else other people could be engaged in our organization. Really, we never thought about opening with how it could be a win-win. It's that old thing where where an accountant comes to your organization and you want to engage them as the treasurer on your board. No, you really need to ask that question and and really broaden your perspective. Also, I really like the idea of not having to be an expert on every single thing. When you're an executive director of a small nonprofit, you're constantly scrambling to do your marketing, to do your social media, to do your financial statements. And really by asking that bigger question about a knowledge philanthropy role for someone, you can really get a lot more done. Great, and you referred to hearing about knowledge philanthropy at that time as as game changer. Can you uh, just tell us a little bit more about that? I just remember on the way home from Linda's presentation, my coworker Carly and I were in the car, and we were just kept going on and on about knowledge philanthropy because we didn't have a lot of time to do all the different things. And I just remember us being so excited. Literally the next day, we started using the term knowledge philanthropy. We're always scrambling to achieve our mission, and we can be pulled in so many different directions. And really, it's important to take a moment to do that 3,000 foot view. A little bit of planning on our part can really grow our organizational capacity and really like blow things up for an organization. Uh, Another aspect to that, which I didn't consider originally, is having to be nimble enough that when someone comes in your door of your organization, how can you seize the moment and engage them in a meaningful way that really encompasses all of their skills and what incredible gifts they have to bring to your organization. Nice. So from your perspective, Dana, because you had been um, 
you know, engaging volunteers through a lot of your career in the nonprofit world. Um, how is knowledge philanthropy different than other forms of volunteer engagement? Really taking a moment to think about, I do not have this list of tasks that I need to get done. Rather, this incredible person has come in with this gift to share to our organization. And so let's really work on what skills that they have. I remember I met someone at, like I think it was a Rotary Club meeting, and uh, he was a trainer, so he trained in the IT world, and he wanted to train. He's like, oh, what could I do for you guys? And I was like, well, we don't really have great like financial management system. He's like, oh, I'm really good with QuickBooks. Why don't I come in and train your entire staff on QuickBooks. He paid for us to get QuickBooks. And that was just because of the knowledge philanthropy thing where I'd I'd been like, rather than being like, you need to be a mentor, you need to be on our board. No, you, what do you have that you can like give to our organization because you're passionate about us achieving our mission. So that's the really thing. It's like meeting passion with passion and grabbing the moment. Great. And I think over the years, we've used a bit of different language. Um, We talk about uh, proactive volunteer engagement where you go out and recruit for those uh, skills that you're looking for in the case in your case those mentors and then for a long time we used the term reactive volunteer engagement but I really like that we've shifted to thinking of it as responsive volunteer engagement that we're not just reacting to the fact that somebody has shown up but we're responding and exploring uh, where the where the fit might be yeah and building that relationship and so that's maybe you don't need someone who's an IT trainer at that precise moment but when you've done the work to meet with someone find out what skills they want to share with your organization in the next year when you're doing your planning you can be like oh we really need to get better at word I'm going to call up Bob and you really can incorporate that into your planning and grow your organizational capacity great and uh, from your experience of course here at Vantage Point you're engaging lots of knowledge philanthropists in your work Um, what are the from your perspective what are the unique benefits to the knowledge philanthropist for actually engaging in this type of uh, activity and to the organization if you'd like to comment on that as well I really like when I have the opportunity to meet with someone who's just exploring what their options are. Um, It's oftentimes people who are at a particular place in their career where they really want to give back or where they want to continue to grow their skills. And so the unique benefits to that are the thing that really draws people in is getting to know different organizations that we work with. So getting Mm -hmm. to know like kind of different missions and, and, and learning about the sector as a whole is a really passionate thing for an philanthropist but really the huge benefit is giving back that feels really good plus they get to do something they're really good at which also feels awesome (laughs) (laughs) of course and as we as organizations if we're to sort of proactively decide to recruit a knowledge philanthropist um, as in other forms of proactively recruiting other types of volunteers any tips you can share in in approaching the design of a knowledge philanthropy uh, role in order for a knowledge philanthropy role to be successful, you really need to treat it like you're hiring a paid employee, which means you really need to invest the time on creating that role description. So I know we have some samples of those that we use, and it really helps to make the role discreet. You want someone to, to engage with someone for this for this amount of time, and you really make sure you have all of those deliverables tangible for someone and really focus on the skill set that you need for that role. 
I remember when I needed to, I've been trying to write biographies for all of our knowledge philanthropists, and I did not have the time to do it, and it was really hard for me. And so I wrote out a role description, and I posted it on Go Volunteer, and within an hour, I had someone who was volunteering to do that. So it was a win-win for both of us. Amazing. I love that example of sort of getting unstuck on something, and um, the number of senior leaders, executive directors that we hear from that have these projects sitting on the side of their desk that uh, they can't get to because, as you said, we're often doing so many different things. And to get unstuck, um, especially with somebody who has the right skills, is so liberating, right? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Um, Tell us a bit more. You you did mention uh, win-win, which we have in the title of this podcast. Uh, Tell us a bit more about what that means for you in creating the, the role, the knowledge philanthropy role. Really, it's about the relationship development, too. When someone, when you're doing responsive volunteering, when someone comes in the door, you don't make assumptions about why they're there for your organization. Don't make assumptions about what role they want to play. Really have a good conversation or a really clear role description for that. Uh, When it's a win-win, both people, both the organization and the volunteer feel like they're getting a lot out of it. They really feel like they're crushing it. Uh, They feel valued and they feel like they're a part of your organization and that is what a win-win means. Great and as volunteer engagement professionals whether you be the ED and that's part of your role or you be a dedicated person uh, focused on volunteer engagement um, how can we as professionals support finding that win-win? I think really taking the time to pull back and invest in the role description invest in like the the outline of what the skills needed and what you want to do for that particular project or engagement. It's really important that the role is meaty and that it has something that contributes in a significant way to your organization. Uh, The biography project that I mentioned before, that was a huge contribution to the work we do here at Vantage Point and the knowledge philanthropists love doing it. So make sure it's something that is tangible that they can really uh, use their skill set in. Great. And what happens in your experience if the volunteer engagement isn't, isn't truly that win-win, isn't impactful from both the organization and the volunteer's perspective? It's always about communication. We really need to make sure that we maintain the relationship throughout the entire engagement. So make sure you're doing proper monitoring and feedback, just like you would do with any staff person that you work with, any paid staff person. And that proper monitoring and feedback can really rescue a project when things are potentially going sideways. When you've had good role development and good relationship development, you can easily work with someone and say like, oh, maybe it's not working out, you know, and free up their future by letting them go from the engagement. And they'll still have positive feelings because of the amount of work and relationship building that you've done from the beginning. Even when a potential project or relationship doesn't work out, you can still maintain that person as a a champion for your organization. Great. And do you have any lessons learned uh, from your experience, Dana, uh, from volunteer engagements that perhaps haven't gone so well? For me, it's always when something has fallen off my desk, when I haven't had clarity on the expectations or regular check-ins with someone. It's not cool to let someone go and work on your marketing project for two months and then at the two-month mark, check in and find out that things have gone sideways. Regular check-ins and regular support and acknowledgement for a project. Just because someone's coming to you with a skill set doesn't mean that they know everything about your organization. So you need to maintain those check-ins and that relationship. 
Yeah, great. And I, I would share one example of my own where um, I had a great role description in this particular case, um, and I was wishing I had uh, followed through on another process element that we haven't touched on, but I know is uh, part of your practice, which is letters of agreement, where we actually ask our knowledge philanthropists to sign and acknowledge uh, the role description, the deliverables that are included in it, and set out the obligations that they're making, as well as the obligations that we take seriously. And I didn't do that letter of agreement in this case. It was for a different organization that I was volunteering with myself. And, and the, pers- the, the engagement really didn't work out. We didn't achieve the deliverables. And I think the individual really hadn't, didn't feel like they had fully signed on uh, to the project. I don't know if that makes sense or resonates with you as well. Yeah, the letters of agreement, good point to bring those up. Those are so important. We always did them at Big Brothers, Big Sisters. We always did them at the Youth Centre as well. Even if it was for small task-based assignments, I'm a huge fan of them. And I always love it when someone comes back to me and they have a bunch of questions about the content of the letter of agreement because then I feel like, oh yeah, we're on the same page. We're really taking this engagement seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, as we wrap up here, Dana, any final thoughts uh, on creating these win-win engagements uh, through knowledge philanthropy it's a really great time of the year to look towards what you're trying to achieve maybe where you need some extra support Uh, say your your social media strategy you're trying to do that off the side of your desk maybe this is the time to create a role description and recruit that knowledge philanthropist i'll put in a plug for the go volunteer website it gets a lot of hits and it's a great resource for your recruiting and there's also some stuff on there for crafting your role description and perhaps a last plug on resources um we at Vantage Point have had a lot of success engaging professionals. If we know which kind of expertise area, whether it be HR, professionals, marketing, through professional associations that are connected with those groups. Uh, also thinking of pmvolunteers.org, uh, which uh, is a, a great spot to head to if you're looking for professional project managers. Um, that's great. Thank you so much, Dana. Any last thoughts before we go? I am just a huge devotee of knowledge philanthropy. (laughs) Excellent. Thanks, Dana. Finally, we'd like to again thank our sponsor, Humanity Financial Management, rock-solid reporting for causes that count. We hope you'll tune in to our next edition, published the third Wednesday of every month. We encourage you to submit your ideas for upcoming podcasts through our podcast blog page or via email to info at thevantagepoint.ca. Thank you again for joining us from our vantage point.